Hey there, thoughtful listener. Would you like consistent and predictable sales activity with no spam and no ads? I'll teach you step by step how to do this, particularly if you're an agency owner, consultant, coach, or B2B service provider. What I teach has worked for me for more than 15 years and has helped me create more than $10 million in revenue. Just head to upmyinfluence.com and watch my free class on how to create endless high-ticket sales appointments. You can even chat with me live and I'll see and reply to your messages. Also, don't forget, the Thoughtful Entrepreneur is always looking for guests. Go to upmyinfluence.com and click on podcast. We'd love to have you. With us right now, it's Katie Mayers. Katie, you are found on the web at katiemayers.com. You're the author of the number one bestseller, Custom Her Experience. Uh, and again, it, well, you're the, you got you got some things going on here. Co-owner of Permashield, uh, Chief Inspiration Officer. You, you're doing quite a lot of good things in the world. But Katie, let me let you describe your impact that you have today and what you do. Oh my gosh, I would say that my overall impact if I were to, because I'm a melting pot of everything that I do. Um, so if I, were to, if I were to distill it all down is I focus on creating moments for whether it's my customers or employees that stand out above the rest so that we can create an impact in their lives today and in the future. Um, and through that, I mean, I own a dealership. So I do it through uh, my team at the dealership. I do it through my team and then to the customers at the dealership. I'm a co-owner of uh, Permashield USA, which is an incredible product. It's a tire sealant. Um, so you can, once it's in your tires, you can run over a hundred nails and screws and never go flat, um, which is fantastic for the life of the tire. And I bring awareness and help male dominated spaces cast their experience net wide enough to capture the world's most influential consumer, the woman. Mm, yeah. Uh, what are the statistics? Let's talk about, because I know you've done a lot of work in the automotive industry. Uh, let's talk about who buys vehicles. <laughs> and <laughs> well, women. How this is such a, it's just such a screwed up historically uh, buying experience. I know this. Um, from my years of kind of, uh, I've, I've had to do a lot of education with consumers on how to play this game with automotive retailers. Uh, can you kind of paint a picture for us? Yeah, for sure. Well, let's talk about who's buying the vehicles. Actually, women out buy men and in the automotive space. So 65% of new car owners or new car purchasers are women. So 65%. When in a coupled relationship, 85% of the decision is made by a woman. So if you really want to break it down and say who is creating all the revenue in that automotive space, it is hands down the female consumer. Unfortunately, it's uh, an experience that's designed by men, for men, and it's delivered by men. So there's a huge disconnect because... In the upper quartile of um, the C-suite in the automotive space, it's still 90% men. So when you look at wow. a, an experience being designed and being received by a female, if you go all the way down the line, even in a dealership, it's more like 87% are in the um, upper management and sales folks are men. When women are the one 
purchasing and making the final decision. So there's there's a like a Grand Canyon sized gap between who's designing the experience and delivering the experience and who's actually um, making the decision to purchase. Um, how would you respond to someone who goes, well, I don't get it. I don't understand what the difference is. Buying a car is buying a car. What? Why do we break this down into gender behavior? Yeah, so how I would describe it and break it down for everyone to hear, it's as simple as this. When a man and a woman walks into a dealership, the man is greeted, the woman isn't. So the <sighs> reason I break it down into, and I've, I've done my own customer survey, like 87% of consumers, so I surveyed 3,000 women, 87% of those women uh, would not go into a dealership without their husband because of the way they were treated. And of that 87% um, that went in with their husband, 98% of them, the man got greeted first. So the problem is, is that the industry is, is a bit archaic in how they um, cr create or I should say they're not really uh, creating an equal atmosphere. And so the reason I break it into gender and the reason it's so important is because the men of the industry are not even recognizing the female when coming in with a man. So like right off the bat, we have a gender equality issue when it comes to the female consumer. Mm. And I wonder just culturally, you know, if there's just, you know, and I'm thinking trying to put my, you know, uh, trying to wear the shoes of a sales professional, maybe they're used to kind of the man taking the lead if they're coming in as a couple. And so automatically assuming that, which does, it's not helpful because again, for a lot of reasons, you know, this is a lot of this, you know, just kind of strikes uh, me as, you know, kind of like why we have DEI work that's being done in mm -hmm. our workplaces and in, in our workplace cultures um, so that we can at least be aware of our own biases. Um, but, you know, the reality is there's an economic impact to- Oh, huge. Yeah. Do you, do you want to talk maybe about that? Why is this a big deal for the industry? Well, it's a big deal for the industry because, well, as I, I just uh, stated, that women are making the purchasing decision, yeah. but women control $43 trillion of worldwide spending annually. And so they are the chief purchasing officer of their homes. So, I mean, it goes far beyond just the automotive space. Automotive is very male dominated, and there's a huge canyon sized gap between who del who just delivers the experience and who receives the experience. But when it comes to like pharmaceuticals, um, doctor's visits, when it comes to the food that's in the fridge or the meals prepped, um, women are the ones making those decisions. They make over 80% of all travel decisions for the family. Uh, so if you really want to get into the pocketbook of the family, you have to understand her. She is the one, whether she's handing over the credit card or not, is the one making the decisions. Yeah. Um, so t share with us, uh, Katie, your, your book, Custom Her Experience. Who is this book for? This, honestly, this book is for everybody, um, man or woman, because a lot of the times, and I, I just did a, a an opening keynote at the Women in Automotive um, conference, and in Dallas, it was, it was incredible. And I had a, a room full of women and, and so sometimes the mean girls club exists and sometimes in male dominated spaces, women have had to claw their way to the top. And once they get there, um, they're, they're not really open to having a, um, an equal atmosphere because they've had to work so hard. So it's for men and women, it's for decision makers, as well as um, 
managerial and frontline staff and team members to be able to just understand who their customers are and who's actually making the decisions. And when you understand their psyche and my in custom her experience is it's, it's very scientific based. I, I did a lot of research. I was very careful on not being oh, just another woman. I am woman, hear me roar. We are amazing. And so you should pay attention to us. It's I break it down to a scientific and physiological level where I talk about the brain and what makes us different. So it's not just, oh, women rock. It is, oh, hey, we are different. And we both come, men and women, with incredible attributes. And we should be working together rather than ignoring one half of society. Yeah. Um, for those, let's say that there's someone that's listening and maybe they do account-based um, kind of uh, B2B sales, for example, or it could be an agency or it could be consultant, um, coach or something like that. They're, maybe they're selling in an enterprise, maybe they're selling to other um, business owners uh, or leaders. What might be some best practices that we could all adapt uh, to be a little bit more sensitive to, to all genders? Yeah, I think the, the, the key, and I get this all the time when I work with organizations is, well, I don't have time or, um, you know, I, I just, why should I care about the person in front of me? Why should I be genuine? Like, I, I don't know them from Adam, like they're just a customer. Uh, because one of my biggest pieces of counsel or advice is creating that relationship. We're in a very digital world right now where actually humans crave relationship and crave connection, especially women. So women's limbic brain is double the size of a man's and a, a limbic brain is the, our emotional and memory hub of our brain. And so if connecting genuinely is extremely important. And so for those organizations and those managers and owners that say, well, why, why would I? Well, I mean, why wouldn't you? The reason you have a roof over your head and lights you know, on in your home or you're able to provide um, the pay for an employee that has a roof over their head and food on the table is because of your customers. So if you can't um, see the value in, in creating that space and time to genuinely connect and create relationships with them, then I mean, shame on you really yeah. and so it's um for me the biggest piece of advice and counsel i can offer gender neutral but will uh go a very long way with with women is that relationship and taking the time to connect genuinely and evolving that relationship with your consumer whether it's b to b to b or b to c and um and, and i'm sorry katie i just want to make sure so so the biggest thing um would be uh, like if we were to stereotype like a very masculine male type of sales versus um you know one that might be a little bit more set now and, and again not just to gender but i would say personalities too um mm -hmm. i don't like i absolutely do not like being sold at or uh you know someone telling me you know, or setting a strong frame in a sales conversation. Number one, I know what I'm doing on sales. So your Jedi mind tricks aren't going to work on me. But number <laughs> yeah. two, not only that, but if I feel like it's all about you and you're trying to just push this along, I'm like, listen, we're going to buy on my time. And if you keep doing that, like I'm, I'm out. I'm a, and I have actually, I, I did this I, very politely, <laughs> uh, you know, got approached at a car dealership and the guy, it was like just total Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross kind of energy. And I'm like, nope, I'm okay. 
I actually did need a sales professional. And then I walked around and I looked and I watched energy and I found someone I, in my case, I, I found a woman because I knew that that, uh, mm-hmm. I, or at least I was stereotyping. Uh, and I thought, I want, I guessing that, that she might be a little bit more, you know, kind of work with me at my mm-hmm. energy and let's collaboratively, you know, create a great buying decision here. That's, that's what I really wanted. Yeah. And so that, and that's exactly what I'm talking about is, is finding a, well, a relationship that, so that sales associate, that sales professional you're talking about should be able to tailor the experience to the person standing in front of them. With that, the only way you can do that though, is through a relationship. So meaning it's not about the sales professional, like you just said, it's about the customer. It's about understanding the customer, knowing their needs, their wants, what life stage they're in, um, and then being able to connect with them and, and be able to deliver on an experience that they want. Now, you, you're a professional um, and you, you know sales in and out. Like you said, you, you won't be able to pull their Jedi. They won't be able to pull their <laughs> Jedi mind tricks on you. But you were able to read. And, and it's not funny or um, stereotypical that you went to a woman. Like, as I mentioned, our limbic brain is double the size of a man's, meaning we're more emotionally in tune. We remember details. Um, but also from a communication standpoint, we communicate with our left side and right side of our brain. So commu- we communicate with creativity and logic, which means we can listen to all the details and we can also get through them logically and then soften it up by creating that relationship and using that sort of creative language at the same time. Whereas a man is very utilitarian. They communicate only with logic. They do not tap into their creative side when they're communicating. And so it's very black and white, which doesn't often help frame or start the framework for a relationship. And it usually is about the car, the the details, what, what they're going to get out of it. It's not about um, creating that safe space where the customer feels heard. Yeah. And Katie, I suspect that there's good work that we can all do, not just our interpersonal or our conversational um, sales um you know, processes, but also like how we design our sales assets, um, you know, our, our copy on our website, what might be some of those sensitivities that we may want to have um, on, let's say it's a website that has a bunch of sales uh, copy on it. Yeah. So uh, when it comes to uh, websites or any marketing materials, um, I laugh when I say this, but pink isn't um, the answer um, when you're <laughs> when you're trying to uh, you know connect with the female consumer. Making something more female friendly is not the answer either. Um, there is countless of organizations that have tried to do that and have failed miserably. Women don't want to be called out. We want to be treated as an equal. And um, in terms of copy on the website, we do care about the words you use. Uh, you know, I, you know, when I work with organizations, uh, when they're hiring, for example, they're trying to uh, bring and attract on more women, and we're looking at their job ads, uh, you know, th- women don't want to, you know, eat and kill their, their, their prey, their customers, they're not hungry, they're not um, forceful sales associates, they want to create relationships, and they want to um, engage with their customers and help them through a journey. And so the wording you use is extremely important in the copy on a website, in a job ad, because women will connect more with that softer, um, more relationship-focused verbiage than a man will. But a man, one way or the other, won't um, turn his nose up to uh, that softer language. It won't detract him, but it will detract your females. 
Yeah. Uh, let's share uh, again, uh, Katie, I just want to make sure that that folks know uh, about your book. And and uh, again, who should be reading this? Um, who should we be buying a copy and get, sending it to? Uh, and then, of course, uh, I just want to make sure that folks know your website, katiemares.com and, and all the ways that you can engage because it's uh, obviously, I appreciate you sharing great information here. You've got the book, but you, you do this work um, within organizations organizations as well? Yeah, of course I do. I mean, I am very, um, I own a, a ton of businesses. Um, so I put uh, my own uh, work into practice every single day. But yes, I work with organizations all over the world uh, to customize these experiences for the female consumer. I do a lot of large audience keynote talks as well um, to be able to get that out there, get that message out there in the masses. And of course, um, I put tidbits of information out on social media all the time. And so you can find that information there as well. Awesome. Katie Mares, your website, katiemares.com. And again, uh, the book, uh, which is on Amazon and everywhere else is Custom Her Experience. And uh, the subtitle, The Importance of Tailoring Your Brand Experience to the Female Consumer. Katie Mares, it's been a pleasure having you. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.